devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but we know funny... And they are funny. Thank you very much. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. But we know baloney. And the media is baloney. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because my mommy said to do my best at my best, and this is my best. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy. You know, how we have to hold tension between deciding, making a decision, And waiting to make that decision. Yeah, those are pretty cool moments, huh? Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, perhaps you have a praise report. We had a wonderful praise report yesterday from Eric. What a wonderful job. A prayer request. We had a wonderful prayer request uh, from our great friend, Deborah. So we have all these people that engage in the show. You are a part of that. If you've got a prayer request, if you've got a praise report, If you've got something you want to share, you need help, or you just want to try and be a blessing to other people, this is that opportunity to do it. The way to go about it is to simply call. Now, there's three basic ways to get a hold of us. I will say there are two additional ways. You can wrap up a piece of paper, make it into a little tiny football, kick it in between somebody else's fingers, and hopefully it will land here on my desk. But I wouldn't bet on it. The other way to get in touch with us, by the way, is to call us. You can call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that phone call, 972-445-0770, you'll be talking to Mighty Gabriel. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like shaking the hand of somebody you trust. And then you will fly. That's right. Unless you think you're the only person that goes through trials at moments and at different times. Right here when I sat down to put all my stuff together, it turned out that I mixed up my notes from last week and this week, the week before and next week. So uh, I don't know what I'm teaching on. <laughs> so I guess we'll just see what the Lord has in mind. By the way, the other way to get in touch with us is to text. You can text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you up to the website, as we often do. Don't forget, website, same name, just a different look. We want to thank Joshua Spoon for that and Cowpunch websites that have given us that opportunity. And at the, at the bottom of the first page is a little form, a little picture of a computer. If you want help with a website, $57 a month, no. Listen to this. We were talking yesterday. No fee to create the website. Zero. No length of contract. No anything. $57 a month. You pay $57 a month. You get a customized website. He maintains it. He protects it. He gives it the security. Could be for ministry. Could be for business. Could be for hobby. Could be for whatever the case may be. $57 a month, period. That's what you pay. I think that's pretty cool. At the bottom of the website, when you go there, it's there in a little a little computer format, the very, very, very bottom. And then, of course, we've told you before, and I don't want to sit there and belittle it, but in the last seven, eight days, we have received $236. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> that won't work. We need a little bit of help. If you can help us out, that'd be fantastic. The way to do that is on the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's a flute. <laughs> that's that's what that is. That that was a flute, right? Okay, great. Okay, I hope you're all doing well. We're going to do a prayer for the audience, so I want you to be uh, ready for that. Uh, let's see, Gabriel, is there any way you can turn the volume up just a little on mine? Not on theirs, but on mine. Uh, here we go. We're going to pray for the audience, and I just want to pray for everybody to have healing and hope. So I want you to just hang in there with me while we pray this, okay? Father, we come before you right now in the precious and wonderful and powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We are so grateful for everything that you have brought us through and everything you're bringing us through and everything you will yet bring us through. And for the people in this audience right now, there are some people that are really physically struggling. They're struggling with physical needs, and we are praying for your healing power. We are praying for Jehovah Rapha to heal and to touch people in their hearts, in their bodies, in their ailments. And Lord, there's other people that are hurting in a different way. They're hurting from a lack of hope. And you are the God of hope. And we just pray that you would give them a freshness, a renewed confidence that tomorrow will be better. And in fact, right now, it will start to be better because you make all things new. And we can count on you and your healing and your grace for our lives. Heal us physically, heal us in our hearts so that we have hope for what is to come. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okie dokie. So if I remember right, today is Thursday, and on Thursday we do a read and ramble. So I'm going to let Gabriel get that set up as we get ready to talk a little bit in First John chapter, I don't know, chapter 4. Here's our read and ramble. Well, I'm ramble. Yeah, 
I just got to finish that off. There you go. All right, so let's go into this text. We are in First John chapter 5. We covered this before. I really want to get back into this because I think we kind of did it poorly, and I want to make sure I made it clear. And sometimes I'll teach something. And you'll see me reteach it on purpose. You think, well, why are you reteaching it? I don't know. Why are there four Gospels? Oh, wait, that's a teaching I'm doing next week. Uh, here we go. So in verse 7, beloved, let us love one another because love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. Here's the thing that just drives me bonkers. You read that passage and you go, love, 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 God, 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 love, God, la, 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 la. You get all that going. And here's what people fail to understand. If God is the origin of love, if God's actions towards humanity are what the definition of love is, if God in his DNA is its love, then therefore, who defines love? I'm not trying to be a theologian. I'm trying to be a how does this stuff work guy. It's like if God is love himself, it's just a simple question. I'm asking you, just think about this. If God is love himself, if he is love and he pours out of himself onto others and that love is what we understand, then who gets to define what love is? Do, do universities, do uh Political candidates, do people who have agendas, do the media, do, do even Christians get to define what only God has the right definition of love. It's closer for Christians because we're using his definition of love. You see that difference? And so what we're saying is, no, this is the parameters of love. What did Jesus say about love? It's an amazing thing. You know, all we need is love. Da, 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 da. All we need is love. La, da, 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 da. And then Jesus said, as many as I love, I rebuke. Hey, guess what's not in that song? That line. Jesus loves you to pieces. You are you are passioned in the love that he has for you. It's just like he adores you, which is why he disciplines you. I adore my children, especially when they were two or three. You know what I did? I disciplined them. You disciplined a three-year-old? Would you like them to put their face on the oven? Well, you shouldn't have an oven. Okay, that's, the, that's just dumb thinking. How about I just teach the child, stop it. Don't do that. That's wrong. I'm saying this for your protection because I love you. Hey, look, we're coming to a street. Look both ways. Why? Because if you don't and you just walk out there, some car is going to hit you and you will die and that will be bad. So what I'm trying to communicate in this one, <laughs> this one thing, not even trying to get into the depth of it, is just understanding I'm getting, you know, I'm 60, so leave me alone. It gets old to hear everybody saying, oh, well, love is love. That's the line that just makes me want to throw up. Love is love. What is that? Love is love. What does that even mean? Love is love. Love means that you're willing to to do what is necessary sacrificially to speak the truth, to communicate what needs to be communicated. And if people don't like it, too bad. Because love is not everybody going, oh, I have warm and fuzzies. I'm so happy. 
That's not what love is. Anyone who's been in any relationship for more than three hours knows that after the warm and fuzzies goes, there's this thing called working at it. I mean, come on. So I'm just, you know, on my high horse, just having fun telling you that love must be defined by God. Period. Okay. That's enough. We'll stop there. Uh, You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, and then we're coming back, so don't go anywhere. AAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Because if there is no resurrection, there is no eternal being. Do you understand? It's not like we all do an osmosis and become part of some gaseous cloud that hangs around Jupiter, and that's how we get one with the universe. That's rubbish. Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and three days later was raised from the dead. And every single book in the New Testament testifies to that fact. The David Spoon Experience is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. 
You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station. Here in Texas, that's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Getting ready for our first trivia question. Who said for foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests? Who said that? Uh, for the for foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests. Who said that? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. So one thing I got to tell you, it's really kind of important. You'll see that in this part where we're teaching on John is there's a lot of repetitiveness in chapter four. And uh, the reason that there's repetitiveness is uh, all by the grace of God that uh, we would get it. Oh, maybe they'll get it if I say it 16 times. That's, you know, that's so that's the old joke. And I'm going to tell you the joke and then we'll take the caller for their trivia. So uh, the the old joke goes like this. The old joke is the preacher comes in uh, or the evangelist comes in and he's preaching the church and he preaches Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. He preaches John 316. And now it's the next day. And the pastor goes, what are you going to preach on? He goes, John 316. He says, well, why are you going to preach on that? You preach on it five nights in a row. And he goes, I'm going to keep on preaching it until your people get Get it. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. All right. We do have somebody. Are they uh, for the trivia? Is that what we're doing? All right. Send them on through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Da, da, da. Hey, David. This is Eric. Hey, brother. How are you? Trivia. Okay. And you did a great job yesterday. I want to just acknowledge that. You just did a wonderful job yesterday. People are, yeah, I know it feels weird because you get on the radio and you don't know how it is. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But you did a fantastic job. Just to let you know. Okay. And you owe well, me, thank you. You owe me a dollar fifty. All right. Uh, yeah, $1.50. <laughs> you said about three fifty. Uh, who said <laughs> foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests? Oh, that was said by our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. That is correct, sir! That is exactly correct, and uh, it is what a great, what a great story. I mean, people are like looking to get into the faith and looking for comfort of the normal worldly sort. At the same time, it's like, yeah, that's not going to work quite that well. That's not going to go quite as good. How are things going for you, brother? Oh, going great, David. And I just, uh, I, I feel blessed and. Uh, uh, you have a great day, and uh, I can't wait to get back into uh, listening to the, the radio. Well, thank you, brother. <laughs> you have a blessed time, okay? 
All right. All right. Thanks, David. Take you have care. a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. So uh, we want to do our DNA because DNA is our building blocks of what we are, who we are, who we are, what we are, and... You know, I kind of look at it as the building blocks. That doesn't mean it is. It just kind of feels that way. Uh, And so this is all came from my brother, Billy. So let's give him a hard time. Good job, Billy. Anyway, he said, how do you handle all this? This was what's funny about this. This was three years ago. He's like, hey, all this news and all this craziness and all this stuff. And and that's when I realized there's always going to be new news. There's never going to be old news. New, there's good news, and then there's news, but there's not really old news because old news doesn't sell. <laughs> so now there has to be new news. In the face of all that, we do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Now, I have double-checked this a couple of times, okay, because I want to make sure I understand it. But as I can tell, daily has some kind of every 24-hour effect. Now, I could be wrong, and somebody who's a mathematician could help me, but I'm thinking it's around that ballpark. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. That's the D. That is the N for the DNA. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. The world will try to shame you. Uh, People are saying things right Right now, you you can have, and I'm just going to mention Nancy Pelosi saying that it's a sin or it's sinful for people to oppose abortion. (laughs) It's like, what a loon. Are you serious? So you just look at that and you go, what a false prophet. If you really want to be nice about it, you can just say that's a false prophet. Pull out the rocks. The bottom line is that you have to know what Jesus has to say because they're going to strip every copy away and every proclamation away that they can, just like they did when the church first started and it started to grow and develop and develop a library just so you can know so that's d that's the n and then the a a is always be ready to serve to serve which then means you are sensitive to the lord now right now where you're at right just quickly say to the lord here i am i'm here here i'm here use me as you see i'm right here and then open your eyes and be aware i mean i don't do this well but i know i need to do it Open your eyes and be aware there are other people that have needs that you need to be available for. Always be ready to serve the Lord in that capacity. That's our DNA. Okay, I went really long with that because, ah, who knows. Uh, Bottom line is, let's get back into this text. I want to make sure we get this one little part first. Uh, And that is in this section here, when we're in this uh, 1 John section. Beloved, let us love one another because love comes from God. You just heard me sit on on the little platform and talk about how love must be defined by God. It has to be defined by God because God is the essence of love. It's not allowed to be defined by the world, and we're not going to take the world's definition. And I want you to know that the definition of love has changed with every single culture that has emerged, but it has never changed with God. It says, whoever does not love does not know God. Uh, because God is love, okay? This is how God's love was revealed amongst us. We talked about this last week, that God sent his one and only son so that we might live through him. I think the problem that people have is they think of love as people affirming their feelings, okay? That's called acceptance, and I appreciate that, and there's a proper place for acceptance, but not the acceptance of behavior that's unacceptable to God, And so I I think it's important to understand that when you recognize you're supposed to, for example, love your kids. Let's use that. Sometimes your kids do dumb things, 
Okay? Okay, let's be honest. Sometimes your parents do dumb things. Let's be also honest. Sometimes you and I do dumb things. Okay? We're really good at this stuff, right? Loving them is not going, oh, that's okay, because it doesn't have any bearing that you've decided to steal everybody's car. I love you anyway. That's not the premise of biblical love. That's the premise of stoop. Don't do that. You get, hey, stop stealing cars. Turn yourself in. Do the right thing. If you say that to the person that's in your life, that's love. Because that's what God does. God, what's Jesus' first message? Remember Jesus' first message? He came and, you know, he was on a bicycle and he had a tie-dye shirt and he had, uh, you know, he had Birkenstocks on. And he came and he said, love, man, love. It's all about love. No problems, man. Everything totally awesome. Yeah. The first message that Jesus preached in his public ministry was repent. That is not, I accept you as you are. No, it's not quite that way. It's repent. Okay, I'm going to generally repent and be sorry for my sins. Okay, now that you're in the fold, make an effort to reflect me every step of the way. And when you don't and you acknowledge that, I will be with you. I will protect you. I will help you. Every one of those covenant promises that God made to David in regards to his kids always had an if, and the if had to do with if you obey me, if you follow me, if you if you pursue me. Love is not just saying it's awesome that my kid steals cars and I just love my kid no matter what the case may be. The reality is true parental love would be saying, stop stealing cars. You're embarrassing yourself and your family. That would be love. That's what God did. People think, that's hate. You're telling God who created love what love is. Yeah, you going to win that argument? No, <laughs> not going to win that argument. My point in saying all that is just to be straightforward. Love is supposed to help people become free from sin, not to help people enjoy sin. Can I, can I say that line again so that you guys can write that down? Love is to, supposed to help people get free from sin, not to help people enjoy sin. That's not love. That's being an accomplice in their eternal disaster. That's horrible. Nothing of which God wants, right? All right. All right. Wow, that was fun. We'll take our break, and then we'll come back. And if you think that's uh, roaring, wait do you see what they got cooking next. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. I was uh, driving down I-30 yesterday, and it was stop-and-go traffic. There's, uh, I guess, an accident up ahead. So I was putting along at uh, 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, and this little sports car would, would speed up and get right beside me, and then he'd fall back. You know, just kind of we're shuffling back and forth. He'd go, and I'd go, and he'd go, and I'd go. And I just was watching out of the corner of my eye and just kind of mindlessly driving at 20 miles an hour. 
And then all of a sudden, I hear this little beep, 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 beep. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, what did I do? And I looked out of the corner of my eye, and he drove right up next to me. He had his windows rolled down, and he gave me a big old thumbs up. And I said, what's he giving me a thumbs up for? I was kind of expecting, when you have somebody honking at you, you're expecting something else, you know. And uh, and then I realized I have that bumper sticker on my ah. ears that's uh, it's you know um, God created the universe and he can write a book and uh, and then he just sped off not well he he slowly drove off at <laughs> twenty miles an hour <laughs> but I I just thought that was neat that's the first time that anybody's really gives a thumbs up for a bumper sticker usually. People that have bumper stickers, it's to hold their bumper on their car. But that uh, is I just awesome. wanted to share that story. That is an awesome story. First of all, it's really good that he gave you a thumbs up and didn't use any other yeah. fingers. So let's just say that's for sure. And then the other part about that is that that's cool because whether he's listening to the show or not, he agrees with you, knows that that's true. Hey, look, God created the universe. The dude can write a book. Let's just get that. Well, let's it, get that squared away. You know? <laughs> yes. And it, you know what? He might be listening to the story um, to the to the uh, radio now. That's exactly right. What a blessing. That's cool. And we do have those bumper stickers. So now we only have so many, but we were, as we get this, we're going to do an ambassador program, and that'll give people an opportunity to put the bumper sticker on their car if they want to, and nobody wants you to do anything to your car you don't want to. But I really, really appreciate you sharing that story. And that is a great story. And see, every time we're in traffic, we think something bad's going to happen. Instead, hey, there was something good that happened. Somebody standing with you in the faith, perhaps a fellow listener saying, right on. That's right. That's the right target. I bet that blessed you at the moment, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah. It sure did. That's cool. Yeah. That's a great story. And I love that. Oh, good job. <laughs> good, good job in being an ambassador just by sharing that bumper sticker and just by proclaiming the truth. Some people will read that and they might go, oh, I don't know, but it sure challenges a lot of people, doesn't it? It's like, oh, you got to think that through, don't you? The David Spoon Experience.